on-air radio show. What would you say you do here? I'm slaying lame and I'm exposing frauds. This is pathetic. This is embarrassing. I have people skills. I am good at dealing with people. There's nothing more pathetic than an aging hipster. What's your deal, man? Yes, my name is Brian. Stone on air on Nougat Radio 92.7. Like my generation, I have no apologies. Like my generation, yeah. Happy Friday, everybody. How are you? I'm doing just fine on this. Second day of April, best month of the year. It's gorgeous out there. It's cold, crisp, and cool out, but plenty of sunshine. Told you we are going to have another little snap. I didn't have to be overly intelligent or a meteorologist to tell you that it might get cold again during the spring. <clears throat> so, But for the record, I was right. Might even do it again. Who knows? We'll see. That's the fun of April. Might be gorgeous and awesome outside, or it might rain and suck for a week. You never know. That is the one little downfall to this time of the year, but I'll take it all day long. Warts and all, I will take March into April every single time I can get one. So in a uh, pretty good mood today, my name is Brian. This is the Stone on Air show on the new on the uh, flagship 92.7 Nougat Radio and online at stoneonair.com. And since I finally got around to doing it and posting, <clears throat> excuse me, the show basically immediately following within 30 minutes after the show is over, since the day I started doing it, I haven't missed one yet. Doesn't take any amount of time. It's just one of those got to get into the routine. And um, so if you're not here at the radio, you can download it whenever you want or you can watch on Facebook. Not exactly sure why that'd be something you would want to do. But if you did, you certainly could do that. So search out Nuga Radio 92.7 and you can watch on Facebook. And the main reason I mentioned that today, I, I always forget to mention that, um, partially because I don't really care. Sorry. I mean, again, this is a radio show and a podcast. If you want to watch it on Facebook, go ahead. I'm going to have a little show and tell <clears throat> in the second half of, or in the middle portion of the show, in the second segment of the show. Some, uh, a, a Christmas gift. That I got. It was April Fool's Day yesterday, but it wasn't a joke. I got a my Christmas gift from a, a longtime uh, a friend of mine, childhood friend of mine, and his wife, and a, and and then mutual friends of ours. We gathered in Utawal yesterday. It, it was basically the Christmas we didn't get to have in December because of COVID, which I'll dive into the details on that in the middle portion of the show. Um, we finally were able to gather last night and. Um, and I didn't realize it was going to be gift exchanging. And I just so happened to have the crappy gift that I had for him in my car at the same time, too. It's been sitting in my trunk ever since December. Uh, so anyway, I'll be showing and telling that. And it's it's more interesting than you might be thinking initially. You might be thinking, okay, well, whatever, dude. Who cares about that? Well, I don't know. Who cares about anything? We'll, we'll find out here in a few. And in the final segment of the show, um, I don't know what I'm going to do. I once again did this on Wednesday. I told you I was going to do something in the third segment of the show, and I didn't do it. I didn't pay off on my tease, which I, uh, about a week ago, talked about how I really try to not do that. And then I gave Jeff Stiles, who, lucky, lucky for him and 
the rest of the morning crew were, except for Russell, were uh, off today for Good Friday. Happy Good Friday, everybody. Um, I gave him some grief on the air, and then he immediately texted me about it, saying, you know, I, like, usually he doesn't respond. Like, I, I, I have... I have almost cussed Jeff Styles out on the air before and without using actual expletives. And generally he's so detached, he doesn't care. He doesn't care. It's not that he doesn't listen or doesn't pay attention. He doesn't care. Jeff tur- turned a-, a corner many years ago to a blissful place to be. I don't care what you think or say about me. I don't care if I love you or hate you. It doesn't matter to me. You say and do whatever you feel like, old young buck over there. And that's a good place to be because most of us care what other people say and think. I, I hope to get to that place myself. I'm getting there quickly. <laughs> <laughs> I am, I'm getting there quickly, <clears throat> but you got to be careful. If you, you can get to a point where you care so less, so little, the meaning of life just starts to slip away. <laughs> so, you don't want to not care about anything. Um, but I've gotten a lot closer to it. And I have, I, you know, Jeff's been my mentor, if you will, just, you know, de facto for 20 years. So kind of the way Jeff goes, I pay attention and think, okay, not every way. Jeff lives a disastrous life in a lot of ways that I would never want to emulate. Um, but yeah, you can get to a point where you care so little that... You wonder why you're even here every day. And I guess that's kind of actually an interesting point to to make real quick. And I, I have I have no real direction today. I'm just kind of thinking out loud. Thank you for being here on New Radio 92.7. If you want to call the show, go ahead. 710-9927. I might take the call. Mayor Tell Voice and Data Hotline. I might, I might not. I don't know. Um, I'm not a religious person. You don't have to listen to this show for any length of time or spend any amount of time with me to... You know, already that's pretty clear. It's pretty obvious. I'm not loud about it. I, I don't. I don't generally go down those roads. But I, Easter always kind of fascinates me. It's today's Good Friday, Easter Sunday. It's April, favorite time. My birthday's next week. Uh, opening day was yesterday. The Masters next week. I mean, just the, the college. You know, Final Four. Oh man, I'm alive. I love it. I love it. This is the kind of things that does give me that feel of meaning of life. But I understand that the practice of religion really does bring that the meaningfulness of life to uh, to to many many people, and I and I respect it, and I I encourage it. Really, I I encourage anything that makes anybody feel like they have a purpose, regardless of what it is. I don't care if you're worshiping the sun, if you're a witch. Um, you know, there's so many different layers to this. I encourage all of it, all of it until it starts to be pressured into my laws of the land. Then I, then that's turns into, that's when we turn into a a debate and argument and a conversation. But I encourage anybody to have any extracurricular that makes your life more meaningful. I grew up in a, in a pretty religious family and, and the tentacles of the family even more religious than my immediates, meaning, you know, mom and dad and stuff like that. It was a very, very, very religious family. But Easter never really was a a holiday we we really celebrated at all. Easter doesn't has never meant anything to me from a just, you know, just growing up and my surroundings. 
it was just another one of those on the on the calendar. And as I've gotten older, I start to think about, and I I, don't, I think that's I think that's odd. I think most people celebrate it to a certain degree from the Christian faith, but it's not it's nothing like Christmas. No matter how dedicated you are to the practice of of your Christianity, it's still nothing like Christmas. And I guess that just comes with the materialistic nature of Christmas, all the gift giving. The the multiple holidays over a two month period, Thanksgiving to Christmas to New Year's, and just I guess culturally across the world, not just America, that Christmas has become so is, is, is like the most important time of the year for most Christians and non Christians too, because non Christians don't celebrate Easter. Non Christians do celebrate Christmas because Christmas is a fun time. It can be. It's it's, it's it. But isn't it really, isn't Easter really more important? I mean, presumably, it, like it, theologically, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, isn't Easter way more important than the birth of Jesus Christ? He was crucified three days later, according to scripture, rises from the dead. That's the miracle of all miracles. We don't know about Mary. We don't know Mary's past. We're just being told. What we, we're just told this is what Mary and the Virgin and the, 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 and, the, and the We Three Kings and the Drummer Boy and all those things. If if Easter, if all things being accurate, all things being factual, shouldn't Easter be the biggest day of a Christian holiday? To and and, and for many people, it probably is. I'm talking generalization here. I mean, how has it been in your life growing up, Keon? Like, is it is it an important time of the year other than just oh, hey, it's Easter weekend? Uh, it is, and and like I, you know, I I went to Southern Adventist, and if you've ever been there, they and we have, have a, Adventist uh, time. I mean, we understand. I understand Seventh Day Adventism a little bit, but yeah, I, like they have the sunrise pageant. It it's a massive <clears> deal <throat> where it's it, it happens like in the center of the university. And there are multiple showings over the course of the day. Yeah, but that's over in Collegedale, and 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 I get I get that that's big there. I'm talking more a little bit more macro. Yeah, okay. I was just saying, like in in my life, sure. that, that's definitely been so. It has been for you been important. Yeah, but I just don't feel my whole life growing up. I've never felt like Easter was much of anything, and I've the, my surroundings and the people that I'm with and the people that I'm you know that I've I've you know my my peers. Okay, yeah. Here's an Easter basket. Or, hey, we'll go to an Easter egg hunt. We'll all put on pastels. Well, because the, the thing about that pageant is the people come from all over to watch it. It's not just the people in College Day. Like, sure. I have friends that come up from Alabama every year sure. to watch it. So, like, that's a that's a big deal. Yeah. I know I know it is to a lot of people, but it just, it just feels like Christmas is the mecca of all religious holidays across the planet. And Easter's just kind of, yeah. Eh. Yeah, it's just it's Easter. I think I think I you're right about the uh the gift giving though, because like if you're if you're Jewish, if you're Muslim, if you're an atheist, you can still celebrate Christmas. No no one else cares about Easter the yeah. way that yeah. Christians are supposed to. And you know, I'm not trying to make a greater point other than it just feels like Easter is should be the most important Christian holiday and celebrated as such, and it just doesn't feel like it is. Again, not a greater point. Just thinking out loud. I'm Brian. He's Keon. This is New Radio 92.7. I got three-piece audio for you real quick here. We'll knock out as quickly as we can. This is from CBS. I'm calling it today's most ambitious thing. It is uh, just a quick rundown of the infrastructure bill proposed by the Biden administration. 
We are talking about a two to three trillion dollar spending bill on everything from roads to bridges to broadband, rail, ports, even the electrical grid. And the White House wants to pay for all of it with tax increases, both corporate tax hikes and hikes on the wealthiest Americans. Essentially, they're looking to roll back the Trump tax cuts that were passed in 2017. And so they're already facing <coughs> stiff opposition from Republicans. There ain't a damn Republican is going to vote for this no matter what. We'll see where this goes. The most specific thing is Joe Biden speaking of this and the promise he's making to people of a certain uh, wage. No one. We say it again, no one making under $400,000 will see their federal taxes go up, period. This is not about penalizing anyone. I have nothing against millionaires and billionaires. I believe American American capitalism. I could spend an entire segment on this. If that's true, that's good. Um, I don't know many people that make that amount of money, and $400,000 to me might as well be $400 million. It might as four hundred thousand might as well be four hundred million to me, based on what I know what a dollar where a dollar can go. I can make four hundred thousand dollars do so much. Uh, so we'll see if that's true or not. If not, it's going to be a death nail for his presidency and the administration. And the final piece I got for you today's worst idea. This is if people talked about seatbelts like they talk about the COVID nineteen vaccine. Dude, don't you want to put on a seatbelt? Why? Because we might get in an accident. Okay, so if I'm wearing a seatbelt, then another car's not going to hit us? I sure. mean, no, but, like, if we do get in an accident, it's much less likely you're going to get hurt or die. The big seatbelt industry doesn't want to tell you how many people died while wearing a seatbelt, right? The truth. I've done my own research on this issue. It actually does more harm than good. Who says that it saves lives? It statistics and safety organizations. With safety organizations funded by... Big auto, big seatbelt. And the government. Oh, yeah, we're trusting the government now. What if the seatbelt is what kills me? It can happen. The seatbelt could just strangle you. It's almost like wearing a seatbelt's a liability. I mean, you're not supposed to put it around your neck. Says you. You can wear this little, you know, baby harness if you want, sheeple. I need there to be more research before I commit to it. It is so, so asinine. Um, of course, Marge Tyler, Taylor, uh, uh, Marge Green, she's not going to get the... <clears throat> vaccination. I have a list of uh, congressmen and women from the tri-state that I don't have in front of me right now. I might get to a Monday that either have or, or have not or are refusing to get the vaccine. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, show and tell. Christmas in April. Gift giving. Coming up next. You're listening to the Stone on Air radio show on Nuga Radio 92.7. Hi. It's Ed Vetter from Seattle saying uh, hello and uh, for this moment gives me the opportunity to reach out to some folks that we've been thinking about a lot for the last couple months. Um, uh, I mean, we've been thinking about the planet and our community, but also, you know, our, our, our smaller community of people that, you know, just a f- couple months ago had tickets in hand and... Um, and like us, we had big plans to get together and play new songs for you and play old songs for you and, and, and get together as, as we should you like to do and, um, and play some shows. And I've been thinking about you all because, you know, when this crisis hit, it was all just taken away so quickly. I just want to say that I, I, I really hope everyone out there is staying safe. You know, over the years, some of us have built 
in relationship, through music, and and even the audience that we're lucky to have out there. They they have within that audience they have relationships together. You know, our our, our crowd they they bond together, and and I I'm just knowing that uh, everybody's missing each other right now, and uh, I just want to tell you that we're missing you too. That is Eddie Vedder, <clears throat> lead singer from Pearl Jam, my favorite band ever. This is their first single from the new album last year, so the latest album, I guess, is the way we refer to it, Dance of the Clairvoyance. And that was him addressing the fan base. A little less, you know, I don't know when it was. It was maybe May last year or April. Maybe it might have been exactly about a year ago when the tour was canceled. This is Stone on Air on the flagship 92.7. Online at stoneonair.com. I'm Brian. He's Keon. Morning show, guys and gals. Took the morning off, but we're here on Good Friday. It is a good Friday. It's a fantastic Friday, as a matter of fact. Keon will be with you next hour. I'll be with you until the top of the hour, and then we'll go and have ourselves a Final Four weekend, baseball weekend, spring. Still chilly out there, but, man, loving life at this time of year as things start to feel like they're coming back around. And, um, well, let me get this out of the way here real quick. I want to thank Everness. They're uh, one of our sponsors here at the uh, the radio station. They are a property management company new to the area. They are not local, but they have a local team that works here as if they were. They also have properties in, or they manage properties in, in Atlanta and Nashville as well. So if your portfolio goes outside of the town, they can help you there as well. They have uh, the highest quality tenants is what they do. They have an, they boast a incredible 1% delinquency rate. No hidden, hidden management fees anywhere. Integrity is what it's all about. Yearly inspections of the house. Make sure that everything's taken care of. Mention Nuga Radio when you get a hold of them at 454-3854. John is who you're going to call at Evernest. Mention Nuga Radio. You get, you get the first month of management free. Check them out online. Do all your research ahead of time. Evernest.co. Evernest, a national company with a local team right here in Chattanooga. They don't own your property. They just act as if they do. So, um, yesterday, well, I guess first to make it make more sense here, I, I am a this time last year kind of guy. I have trouble living in the in the present, in the moment, because I focus on the future too much and I dwell on the past too much. And I don't I don't think that is a rare mindset for most people. I think I think we all share in that a lot. I think the the live in the present all the time mindset is more difficult to find, but I do believe that that is where we should all wish to be, hope to be, live in the now. Live now. Don't ruin now because you're so worried about what's coming and you're so concerned about what already happened. Now don't ignore the future and don't ignore the past because they're both very important. And the past can dictate with precedence how the future goes. So a balancing act certainly is what we all need to do, no matter what it is, whether it's important or not. But I still do regularly think about what was I doing this time last year? What was going on this time last year? That's my whole life. That's not just in a pandemic year when it's easy to remember what was going on in April of last year. It sucked. 
It was like the worst time ever. Worst season, worst portion of my life. The spring into summer of 2020 will go down as the, the possibly the worst time of my life. And there's so many people that can identify with that. But leading up to that time frame last year, at the end of 2019 and into the spring, there was lots of things to be very hopeful and excited about. And one of them was a Pearl Jam concert, a tour. And I am a crazy person for this band. And that man we heard on the front end, Ed Vedder. He is, I mean, you want to talk about we're, we're, we're in a holy time right now, Easter time, things that we worship, things that, that matter to us. That man means more to me than almost any person who's ever been alive. He is everything that he stands for, his writings, his music, his activism, the things that he, that are important to him, I have basically shaped my entire life of. You can call me what you want for that. You can say I'm a fool for it. That's fine. Doesn't make, doesn't mean it's not true. And so when he's talking, I'm listening. And a, and a Pearl Jam concert, and, there, and I, that's not rare either within the diehards, the impossibly fierce, loyal fan base that this band has. They sell out every show immediately. They don't tour that often. It's not It's not often. They put out an album every three to five years. I mean, they don't, I don't know if it's deliberate, probably is. It is very, very difficult to be able to see this band and engage with this band. And to us that are super loyal fans, it is a church-like experience. It absolutely is. Some of you are rolling your eyes at me right now. Some, some people are saying, this guy is a fool. This guy is a fool. But I'm telling you, you put it 10 to 15 to 20,000 people into an arena or a, a, any kind of event, and, and, and most of the time, you're going to have a few fringe fans. Every show is going to have a fringe fan base. But this band, after they haven't put out a song anybody's cared about in 20 years, and they haven't put out a song that anybody that just walking around randomly listening to music cares about in 20 years, yet they can still sell out every single show immediately, no matter what, no matter where, anytime, all across the entire world. That's just fascinating in itself. So it really, it is a kind of come to Jesus moment at these shows. There's so, these songs mean so much to so many of us that are there. Every person you come in contact with, I, I turn into a different person. Like I'm just, I, I, as opposed to get your small talk out of here in my regular life, get out of my way. I don't care what you're doing. I don't want to talk to you. I don't, I'm not going to say that out loud, but that's just, you know, I'm blinders on like no peripheral. Get into one of these shows at a Pearl Jam gig. You're all my best friends. I love you, man. <laughs> like the Bud Light commercial or whatever. And so, Snooker Radio 92.7, Stone on Air, Keon here, Brian as well. Um, 10 to 11, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. One year ago today was supposed to be the Nashville show, April 2nd. There was one Southeastern date on the on the tour. One, and it was in Nashville. They were just making a, a beeline down to Nashville and then heading back up northeast. I don't I remember what the leg was. And it was... I mean, we were all just banging. You know, I was sitting at a computer for hours just way over the course of a couple of days because it was a, uh, I'm not going to bore you with a new process of the way to buy tickets. 
and I got tickets, and they haven't canceled the show still, thankfully. They could please don't cancel the show. It could be 10 years from now. I'll wait 10 <laughs> years. So um, so I, I all that to say to build up, I met with a friend of mine who is a, a big fan of the same things that we um, were growing up with last night. He's from uh, him and his wife. They live in Florida now. And then a, a, a mutual friend of ours that they know better than me. But so just four of us went out in Ottawa last night because it just worked out that, okay, this is a day that we can all get together. And in December, I was going to, um, I go to their house for Christmas. And I had five days off for Christmas this year. Five days. That's unreal in my life. I don't ever get that much time off on a holiday. And I had five Christmases in a row. And I was so excited about it. So I'm bringing all, all this back into the, the Eastern and, and what's more important to others in generalized America. I, lo- I, I really do have a nice time at Christmas. I don't celebrate it for the reasons that it's on the books, but I really do have a nice time at Christmas. And COVID hit my family pretty hard. We felt we had a half dozen of us hit in the first day and a half of these five Christmases. And I missed out on all these Christmas. I was so mad. It's like I got all these fun things to do, all these fun people to be with, all these gift giving arrangements, and I ended up sitting at my home for like two weeks after that. Such a drag, such a drag. Everybody's fine, we're all good, you know, all that. Well, one of the again, so the people I met with last night are people who are, they're they're so close to friends, they're family, and uh, I didn't think we were gift exchanging. I thought we were just going to have a bite out in Ottawa and, and, and a drink or two last night, and so he brings me my gift from Christmas. And so this is where Facebook works. You can go back and look at it. It's not going to do much here for the radio. Visuals on the radio doesn't work. But since we have a Facebook camera, might as well do it. He gives me my Christmas gift, and it is the concert poster from the show that never happened. Pearl Jam last year, this day, 365 days ago. Now, okay, fine. It's a concert poster. Big deal, right? Well, Again, once inside of this super loyal fan base, they make only a handful of these limited edition concert posters that aren't available except for if you're there. You can't buy them online unless somebody sells it on eBay, which I think that's how he got it was on eBay. You can't buy it online. You can't go to PearlJam.com. You can't go anywhere to buy these. You have to go to the show to get them. So that makes this extra cool. I have tickets to a show I couldn't go to, and it's got a... Uh, authentication uh, decal on the back as well. And so I was just blown away. How cool is this? On the day right before, you know, it was last night, so it wasn't the day of. Today's the day of. 365 days later, I get this limited edition. Quite literally, they they might make 500 of them. I don't know. I don't know how many. So cool. That was exciting enough. So... As show and tell continues, Keon, have you seen the? Are you a Tarantino movie guy? Have you seen a lot of his stuff? I've I've seen a decent amount. Yeah. Have you seen the uh, what's the newest latest one? Hollywood. Once oh, a, once upon a time in Hollywood. Have yeah. you seen that? Are you familiar with this? Then. I am. Old Chattanooga. Okay, I'm not. So here's another show and tell. I'll hand you this too, Keon, if you want to do this. I had no. Absolutely no recollection or, or, or understanding of what this was because I haven't seen the movie. It is a f- and, and you should. I know I should because I love Tarantino. I know I love it with Brad Pitt and uh, uh, Leo. 
There's a fictional beer in that movie called Old Chattanooga. If you're looking at the Facebook page, you'll see the the shirt. This was so this was technically my birthday present from this one of my you know best friends in the world. I wasn't familiar with this at all. That there was a fictional beer that Quentin Tarantino specifically wrote, made up Old Chattanooga. What does it say on it? Um, authentic style, Bavarian style beer. I think it's in one of the first scenes too. I, I don't know. I, I know. I, I was like, how did I not even see a blurb that that Tarantino used Chattanooga? Because I, I mean, I'm I'm always I'm a Chattanooga guy. So anytime Chattanooga shows up in anything that is national, I'm always all over it, and I'm always excited and and proud of that. I I love this city to be used in um in in any kind of marketing or movies or television or, 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 or commercial campaigns. And I didn't know this. I had no idea. So th- I'm just asleep at the wheel on that one, I guess. But so the t-shirt of old Chattanooga for my birthday, and then the limited edition poster for the concert that's never happened with tickets that I still have in hand that I haven't used made for quite a nice evening on uh, April fool's day. And no, none of it was a joke. None of it was foolishness. It was very, very, very nice. And I will say to this, to anybody who's out there thinking that I'm difficult to get along with, especially ideologically, these are hard, conservative-type Republican voters their entire life, close to almost like, yeah, Trump's okay kind of people. And we had a hell of a nice evening. And they care, and I care, and we all got along, and it was fantastic. We can get along in this country, at least until tomorrow, until we start fighting each other. I don't know. What's coming up next? I don't know. We'll figure it out together. Hang tight. Stone on air on Nuga Radio 92.7. When the Senate returns in April, we're going to begin to focus on three major areas. Voting rights and civil rights, economic recovery and jobs with an emphasis on climate change and building back better, and health and gun safety. We will try to work with our Republican colleagues on a bipartisan basis when and where we can. We welcome it. But if they choose to obstruct rather than work with us to deliver the bold help that American families need, we will push forward and make progress nonetheless. Failure is not an option. (laughs) Oh, that's so hilarious, Doug Schubert. We're going to push ahead with bipartisan Republican support. (laughs) Funniest thing I've heard all day. Yeah, right. We all know that's not true. This is Pearl Jam from the latest record. Whoever said... Whoever said it's all been said gave up on satisfaction. One year ago, right now, I would be getting ready to head to Nashville. No, I'd already be in Nashville. To go to Bridgestone Arena. To see this band with 17,000 of my best friends. Didn't happen then. Not happening today. Hopefully will happen sooner than later. We'll see. As the country begins to open back up, is it too soon? Is it too early? I don't know. I'll let you guys yell at yourselves on Facebook about that. I'm I'm not going down those roads. It's the Stone On Air show on the flagship 92.7 here in Chattanooga, Tennessee. And online at stoneonair.com.
Keon.com. I'll be with you here for the next uh, 10 minutes or so. Keon will finish out the morning with you here on this good Friday. And we'll all have a Final Four baseball watching weekend, Easter gathering with the family weekend, whatever it is you do and don't do, enjoy yourself to the fullest. And uh, don't let jerks like me make you think that what you're doing is wrong. Eh, I'm not saying what you're doing is wrong. Do whatever you want to do. That's kind of my motive overall. That's the libertarian in me. Do whatever you want to do. Don't bother others and enjoy yourself. And if you do that, we're all going to be better for that. Now, force it into my lawn, into my government, into my life. I'll fight you over it. <laughs> but if you want whatever you're doing on the weekend that doesn't have anything to do with me, I hope you uh, you enjoy it. I have so many things to get to that aren't overly important uh, in front of me here that I haven't touched on at all, and some of it will bleed into Monday. Uh, we'll start with the weather is going to warm back up over the next couple of days. Plenty of sunshine. Printed off from the Times Free Press yesterday and highlighted. Sunshine all the way through till Wednesday. That's three days before my birthday. I hope that sunshine also goes three more days into the weekend. We'll see. But we'll be back into the 70s by the middle of next week. So that's cool. Uh, my buddy Dwayne, I do want to make sure I give uh, them the shout out that they uh, that they deserve. For all your CBD products out in uh, the North Chattanooga area, Tremont Street. We'll take care of you with that location. Right down the road from where I'm standing at the center of the universe in East Ridge, Tennessee. They have that location more centralized for you. And then out in Uwa, where I was spending my evening Last night, having Christmas in April and uh, gift giving in April, they're over by the Food City. So all your CBD needs will be taken care of. Hell, maybe it's just a situation where, like, your kid, right? Like, maybe you're 16, 17, 18. I don't know if you, what ages. I don't know what the ages are on CBD. I, I'm sure there's a, a there's a legal age there somewhere. But maybe someone's close to you, a young person is, you know, really into this, and you want to know what it is all about. Oh, they're over there smoking weed. Grandma's mad. Grandma doesn't understand. Regardless of the situation, they'll educate you. They'll help you out. They'll figure out what it is you need, what you need to know, and go from there. The Hemp House, the Chattanooga Valley's premier hemp shop. Uh, Let's see. One thing I definitely wanted to get to real quickly here because of April Fool's Day nonsense. This is from the Associated Press. An unwelcome prank Volkswagen purposely misleads reporters journalists are used to are used to being wary about odd pranksters pulling April Fool's Day hoaxes at at this time of year few expect it from a multi-billion dollar corporation Volkswagen admitted Tuesday that it had put out a false news release saying that it had changed its name for the United States branch to Volkswagen with a T instead of a K, Volkswagen of America, in an attempt to be funny and promote a new electric utility vehicle. Several news organizations, including the Associated Press, USA Today, CNBC, and the Washington Post, have reported the original press release as real news. The AP, the USA Today, CNBC, which is all about money and finance, and the Washington Post. Such a stupid, stupid thing to do. Spokesperson from the USA Today says the company used the, the company used this fake announcement as a way to manipulate respected reporters from trusted news outlets to get attention for their marketing campaign. We are disheartened 
that the company would choose this type of disingenuous marketing. I, I mean, I did a whole segment on it on Wednesday. I was pissed. I was mad because I fell for it. And it's not its not a foolish thing when new, reputable news organizations are given fake news releases from a multi-billion dollar company. That, that kind of stuff happens. Um, it's just dumb. Just dumb. And it's also not funny. Like, I don't know where the punchline's supposed to be. It's not funny. It, it, and I don't, I, I'm guessing they didn't expect it to be funny. I think they expected exactly what they got. I think just some hotshot said, let's just do this. We're going to get all kinds of talking points, good or bad, because we'll all forget about it. None of us are going to care about this. Right. Two minutes from now, we already don't care about it. I just thought it was just, just not cool. Just, just really, yeah, really just, not cool. It gets them in the news cycle. It gets them in the news cycle, and it, but it also takes something that we're all and I, I, I'm, I, I, I'm very particular when it comes to the media and this industry that I love so much. Um, I, I, I like it less, like every day, I like it less, like every year. But I am very particular when it comes to to the media. I think the media is just as important. The free press is. Oh, don't take my guns. Don't take my free press, man. I'll fight you over my free press. Um, but now that the internet has turned media into a clown show, you know, where the barrier of entry is just an iPhone, it's really diluted what was once, of I, I thought, a very, very respectable and important part of democracy was the free press, and so I, I'll I will fight you. You know, I'll verbally fight you over over the free press. And so it, when a, a company puts out something like that, and then the AP and and especially if I can't trust the Associated Press, that's been that is the probably the original news gathering aggregate of America since eighteen whatever the hell it was. If I can't trust the Associated Press. What the hell? <laughs> Who do I trust? Who do I trust? Um, you know, the Washington Post, CNBC, cable news networks, that's a little different, but the Associated Press had it just as much as everybody else, and it's just annoying. It's annoying that somebody would do that. And then the uh, the, uh, the CNBC stuff I was looking at the other day, yesterday, whenever it was, it affected market movement. Markets stock. Yeah, I mean, prices. why wouldn't it? Yeah, that's a, that's a that is a game changing move. Changing a name of a brand is huge. Like it's it's taboo. You don't do it. Like I don't I don't agree with that. I think you can do it. That's why I thought it was so cool. I was like, what a cool, neat idea. Changing changing brand names is like business suicide. Is what most how most people in in the industry think about it. And so, yeah, it, it affected the markets. It affected your stock prices. And the thing is, it sounded so clever, too. You go, Volkswagen instead of Volkswagen, Volts with a T. You, you're not really changing the brand. It's like the, the sneakiest, coolest way to do it. I, yeah, I mean, I guess good for you, young buck who came up with that idea in the marketing, the marketing meeting of Volkswagen International. But uh, anyway, so... That that was annoying. A couple other things. Let's take a look at what do I have here. Um, so they're they're moving the homeless Chattanoogans that, that that the city was trying to 
bored in a hotel room in hotel rooms here in East Ridge. They're now moving to Chat Inn, which is on East 23rd Street, which is one of the worst stretches of city streets we have in this city. So we'll see how that goes. That that area is not do I mean, you want whatever slum you want to get into, you're going to find it on East 23rd Street. So I don't know if they were trying to keep that away from that area. That's why they wanted to come to East Ridge. I'm not sure. I, I think that was one of those sneaky, let's just hope nobody notices. Because they've done, There's. I mean, there's already on the books. They put, Chattanooga has paid to put people displaced, whether they're homeless, you know, for temporarily or permanently. They have already done that. This this one that got red flagged and, and shot down by Commissioner Tim Boyd and, the, and Brian Williams, the mayor here in East Ridge, that one was not the first time that's happened. So I guess they were just hoping that nobody would pay attention. But they're going to be at Chat Inn where there's been multi- significant issues over the years criminally. Um, over the weekend when I was downtown in just less than a minute here on Stone on Air on Nuga Radio 92.7, wrapping up the show here on Good Friday, Patton Towers, another damn fire. Another person smoking in bed, sets the damn place on fire, and now all those... That's you know, government housing is is shut down for the foreseeable future. So the homeless issues in Chattanooga are not getting better; they're getting worse. Uh, and shipping them to another municipality like East Ridge is not the answer. I don't know what the answer is, but that wasn't the answer. Appreciate you guys. Have a great Easter weekend. Watch some baseball. Watch some basketball. Celebrate with your fa- friends and family. And we'll do it again on Monday. Kia will take care of you for the rest of the morning. Have a great weekend. See ya.